0: Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Uh, I've got an interesting scenario. I've got a podcast listener, an Instagram follower, that has a coos deer hunt that starts uh, tomorrow morning, uh, and he is um, out scouting and has found a good buck, um, a buck that he wants to shoot, and he's um, asking me a little bit of advice on what he should be doing. And so what I've been telling him is that the plan, if I were him, the, my plan would be to, uh, well, let me set the scenario. Uh, so he glassed a good buck up. It was on a south-facing slope. It dropped down kind of in a, in a pocket. where on a northwest-facing, thicker ridge. And um, he can't see them. He actually has to move position to be able to see the buck. The buck has no idea he's there and so what my plan would be is to reposition uh never getting closer than 600 or say 800 yards from the deer because today is scouting day you can't do anything other than spook the deer if you spook him today your likelihood of bumping him out of the area is very high or bumping him where you can't find him for a few days is very high Uh, So stay away from the buck, number one, but get yourself in a position that you can have good vantage to see where the buck is going to get up this afternoon or this evening. Now keep in mind on these early coos deer hunts and on a lot of coos deer hunts, a lot of times in the afternoons they might not even get up. They might lay in their bed until dark. Uh, this particular guy is in an area that is uh, back in quite a ways. He's He's got a pretty dang good hike into where he's at, but he is not backpacking. He has to come out tonight to go back to his truck and then go back in the morning. So um, what I would do if I was him is I would try and get say 800 yards to you know six to a thousand yards away from where the buck should be where you saw him go into a thick area you know 10 in the morning 9 10 in the morning pretty good bet that he's going to go in there and bed somewhere so I'm going to try and get to a point that cuts the distance but gets to where I can have a full vantage, full view of where he should be. Even if his path of progress, when he went out of uh, this guy's sight, uh, where you should be able to cover most of the area where the buck should be. And then my goal is to, one, not spook any deer uh, as I move over to cut the distance. Number two, do not let the buck hear, see, or smell you. I think that's hugely important. Today is not a day to do something stupid and and get aggressive. Um, But if you can, get where the buck is bedded and try and pick apart the brush where you think the buck is. Try and pick him out in the bed and watch him until pitch black dark tonight. My bet is he will get up, uh, it's, it's around noon right now. Excuse me, it's a, it's around 11:15 uh, 15 right now. Um, my bet is that he will um, not get up until probably around two o'clock. He will get up for maybe five minutes. He will reposition very close to where he's bedded right now. And then depending on the slope, If he's got an extreme amount of shade, there is a chance within the last hour of light that he will get up. Now, the trick is, if you can get to a better vantage point where you can see where you think he is, you stay there until pitch black dark. Watch the buck. If you catch the buck in his bed, then you just sit there and watch the buck. Watch what he does if he gets up this afternoon and starts feeding or, or, or whatever, you watch him or the bucks that he's with. That's the other thing. When you're looking at this buck, if you see him, be looking for other deer around. Be looking for other hunters around. Try and take in as much information about your area that you're hunting as possible and try and establish you know do you have any other hunting pressure are there any other bucks around are there any other deer around um if if this buck has a buddy and all of a sudden you see a small 2 point and you're like okay he's a small two-point get to know that buck as well because the likelihood is that he runs with that buck and tomorrow morning if you glass up the small two-point but you don't see your target buck chances are your target buck is somewhere right there close bedding so, watch this deer. I, my bet is maybe he won't even get up this, this evening. I think your best chance is to catch him kind of moving around when the shade changes between, say, 1230 and 230. Um, but keep in mind that even if you don't see him this afternoon, that buck is probably going to be within two or 300 yards of where you last saw him. So, the likelihood of that deer going on a walkabout here on November 2nd, you know, temp's supposed to be, you know, warm. There's no reason for that deer to just take off walking. My bet is where you just saw that deer, that's kind of his home range, and he's going to be in a pretty tight circle. So, watch him till dark. If you see him, watch him, I mean, till it is pitch black, dark. Take note of exactly his path of progress, which way he's traveling, uh, what he's doing, his pace of travel. Is he just dawdling slow? Is he moving rapidly? You know, what is he doing? Then that will help you calculate where he'll be in the morning. If you can watch them, excuse me, if you can watch him till pitch black dark, your chances of finding him within 50 yards of the exact spot tomorrow morning at at gray light, at, at I mean, as soon as you can barely see through your binoculars, your chances of seeing him go up huge. He may be in a position where it's like, man, I've got an hour and a half or hour hike out. My My thing would be You might just have, if it's a big enough buck, you might just have to sleep right there tonight and be right there in position in the morning to shoot him. Um, You know, the the overnight temps are not getting that uh, cold. Hopefully, you have something in your backpack where you can just tough it out and, and stay right there on the buck. If you do have to hike out, I would tell you do not let that deer see your light, do not let that deer hear you or see you. Uh, don't don't even let that deer know that you're even in the area. Then tomorrow morning, come all the way in, retrace your steps, but make sure you come in in a way that you're not going to push or pressure that pocket where that deer at, is at. Take every precaution to stay out of sight, uh, and 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 don't do not let that deer see your see your headlight uh, or your uh, headlamp. Um, and then be right there at first light and be patient. Don't, don't give up too quick. Um, if you don't see the deer, I would at least give it a couple hours. And I might reposition, still trying to stay away from the deer. Don't get too close. Uh, I would not get within 600 yards of, of the area where you think the deer is. Uh, I would keep the wind in my face. Do not let that wind blow down to the deer. You have to position yourself in a place where that deer doesn't even know you're there. You have to take on the mindset like you're a sniper. Take on the mindset like that deer has the option to shoot back at you. And I think if more people take the approach that if that deer, you know, it's like, it's like a combat mission. I mean, you have to get super tactical about like, if this deer sees me, he has the ability to shoot back at me. And if you take that approach, that will help you in sneaking around on the ridge, that'll help you from clanking your tripod legs together, like treat it like it's a life and death situation and your chances of harvesting uh, uh, more efficiently go way up. Um, And in the morning, look and look and look, If you don't see him, don't think, well, he's not here. Think, he's here, but he's still bedded, and I just can't see him. Um, And then if for whatever reason tomorrow you glass all day and don't see him, then I would probably be right back up on the same point because my bet is that deer will surface within two or 300 yards of where you last saw him over the next couple of days. Uh, Guys, I hope that helps you out. Uh, I hope the the, the hunter, the follower that is um, asking me these questions, I hope he can listen to this and get some value out of it. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening to my podcast. I had a record month uh, of October, record month of downloads. Uh, And uh, I I love getting emails and direct messages from you guys. You can email me at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. You can send me a direct message through Instagram on my Instagram page, at jscottoutdoors. Send me a direct message. Uh, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to help field judge. Happy to help with strategy or tactics. Uh, And uh, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to... Uh, just uh, send them my way. If I don't know the answer, I will uh, try to get the answer for you. And I just want to thank you guys uh, and the sponsors of this podcast. GoHunt.com, Insider, uh, Kuyu Ultralight Hunting, Phonescope.com, and The Outdoorsmans. Make sure down in the bottom of these show notes you can find the links to these different sponsors' uh, pages and websites. And uh, please uh, support them. Uh, that they keep this podcast free to you guys uh, and they're great company. So uh, guys, God bless. Uh, send me pictures of your successful hunts. Uh, can't wait to see how you guys do.